everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua and Janine. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Very special. Another halfy. Yes. And his name is Fahad, and he's actually half Filipino and half Emirati, and is a professional boxer out here in the UAE, and he goes by the name kid emirati so welcome to the show fahad thank you so much for having Woo! me i really appreciate it so I thank you for it. being here once again and uh, before we begin i just want to say how i met him yeah so i met him know. i met him at a comedy show oh god and, <laughs> and there was a there was a because back then you used to have a break in between everyone's sets mm-hmm. and then there was an improv game in the middle oh you that back then then oh god that was a long time ago <laughs> it was a very long time ago and uh so what i met i met him and i was on stage for this improv game and then he comes up and i'm like this guy looks nepali for sure i thought you were no, nepali no, 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 straight no, no, no. i get that a lot Either, <laughs> i always get ne- nepalese like i remember one of the, one of the people they're like yo you're from nepal right i was like bro <laughs> like I'm nope. not, I'm not. <laughs> i get it's very obvious stuff from your face i have to yeah. admit and then i met him and then he's like like, because whenever I go on stage, and I hate this about me, is like when when people come on stage, especially the first timers, or never did comedy. I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy might be funny, but he's not stage funny. Yeah. And then throughout the game, he was like nailing all the bits because it was like things you cannot say at a certain event or things you cannot say at a certain uh, something, you know. Yeah. But he was like nailing everything. Where I'm like, wow, this guy's really funny. And I didn't know he was half Filipino and half Emirati then until um, at the end of the show, Ima introduces us. Mm-hmm. And she says that he's half Filipino Emirati. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Because I, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's half Filipino, half Emirati. I think I've only met once, way back. No. And a girl. A girl? Yeah. So it's very interesting, right? It's very cool. It's very yeah. cool. It's very unique. No, like, we're pretty common, like, I wouldn't say weak. Yeah. But, like, my cousin, like, I wouldn't say cousin. But, you know, like, the f- family friends that you grew up with? Yes. Yeah, so th- there's a lot of half Filipinos and half Emiratis around, like, yes. cousin butter and stuff like that. Like, I can name... A, a lot, yeah. yeah. So you, you grew up here in Dubai as well, yeah, right? Yeah, born and raised here. It's my hometown. Dubai kid. But I didn't know that when you said I nailed it. I, I didn't know I nailed I was nervous. <laughs> I was so scared as soon as I got upstairs. Going on stage is half the battle, that's yeah. why. And you and you went on stage and I didn't I didn't see any like hesitancy or nervousness from you. Mm. I know I just learned how to fake it because like like going out when I went when I went to study abroad, right? Mm-hmm. I sat in my bed, I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm here alone. What do I do? So as soon as I went out, saw my flatmates, I was like, hi, everyone. Oh, so it's just like you. learning how to like adapt to that. Fake it till you make yeah, it yeah, kind of thing. I faked it. And then it just I grew up to be a little bit more comf- comfortable. Yeah. I think that's one good trait from halfies is that we learn to adapt mm. because, again, we're coming in from two different cultures. We're trying to see where we can fit in. And there's really nowhere that we there's no one box that we both like yeah. we all fit in. So you learn to adapt and it's easier for you to like be in different circumstances and get yourself to just push it a, l- a little bit further than other people, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 100% agree because even being born in Dubai, we're exposed to so many other nationalities yeah, other exactly, than our own. Yeah. So we start, to, we start to adapt. We start to learn a little bit about different nationalities. Even if it's like, even if it's like common stereotypes, mm-hmm. I think that's enough for us to at least start getting into that different culture and that mindset. But I remember that day so clearly. And then you performed quite a few times after that. And I remember his style. Because he always mm. wore this bandana. Yeah, on his I'm like, this guy's so badass, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it, you haven't done it in a while, right? Yeah, it's been a year. You've been, been busy. Busy, like, and then the pandemic happened. Right. All we did was just basically stay home, right? 
Right, right. So then came back. I was like, I wanted to get back being fit for boxing. That's what I wanted to do. But in my mind, I was like, you know what? That was really fun to do it. Make people laugh for once. I think it's a very difficult thing to do. So really, I commend both of you for just being on stage and trying your best at comedy. Because I feel like I not everyone can do it. You can't push it. You know, it comes naturally. Yeah, right? I, I guess it's like... If you're funny, you're funny. Yeah. But like, I feel like you can become funny. You can educate yourself yeah. to be funny, but it's easier when you're like natural yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's and because I I always feel that everyone is born with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think just how you exercise it at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, true, true, true. And I remember you came with a click as well, like a whole bunch of people, and they're all like supporting you. And I really love that because I remember the first time I went on stage. At a whole group supporting me, and it's a good mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah, as it's well, a good right? feeling when your friends are like, "All right, dude, you got this, you got this." And then to hear them laugh is just like, "Oh, yo!" My friend came up to me. He's like, "Bro, I didn't know you were actually this funny." Cute. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you need, like a little bit of boost from your loved ones, your yeah, friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, because imagine you going there alone. Maybe if everyone else laughed and you don't know anyone in the crowd, that's like nice. I was able to make everyone laugh. But if you have people with you, like to support you all the way, mm-hmm. like it's. You Much get more easier. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you see some familiar yeah. faces in the crowd, and then you're like, "Yeah, your support system always is like it has a big effect on yeah. how you do, you know." Yeah, and you should be like, knowing it because you're a boxer as well, right? So oh when you God, see, yeah. so how did you get into boxing, though? All right, funny story. Basically, <laughs> I love this. I love so, funny stories. <laughs> so basically, I was a basketball player before, right? Nice. But then you know, half Filipinos were short, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, height is not on our side. So it was off season from school, so I was like, I need to do something to keep moving, you know. And then I watched the, one of the Rocky movies, the Creed. Nice. You know yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. I saw him. He started work, the, the training montage. I was like, yo, this is so cool. I looked at mom. I was like, mom, I'm trying boxing. She's like, why are you lying? Stop. You're not going to do boxing. You can't punch anyone. You know? So she was like that. I was like, watch me. I'm going to try. Tomorrow, I'm going to join the gym. I went, joined the gym, tried it. I was like, this thing is so hard. It's so difficult. I can't keep my hands up for 30 minutes. Like and a, that's already you doing basketball yeah before. i thought i was yeah. already fit because of basketball yeah uh-huh. but then just throwing that first punch i was like this is pretty fun you know and then one day led to a month month led to three months and then led to a year and i had my first fight because i wanted that to determine whether if i really wanted to do it or not mm-hmm. okay, okay i had my first fight i was like i don't care win or lose if yeah. i feel like this is it for me then i mean the I, fight was here right? yeah the fight was here it's my first amateur fight so i fought won that fight I was like, wow, this feels so good. You know, That's crazy. Congratulations. Amazing. Was it win by like yeah. knockout or just by... No, it was by decision. And this was okay. like, nice. like five years ago, I had my first amateur fight. Wow, you've been yeah. doing boxing for quite a while yeah, for now. for quite a while now. So nice. it just instilled in me at, at this point. Yeah. Wait, so you were 19 when you first yeah. decided to pick up the gloves and try boxing? Yeah. Like, wow. You know, I always hate this about myself. When I was like 19 or 20, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any hobbies or I didn't have any passion or anything. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad that... There are people now who, like, at 19, 18, realize, you know what? I really love this sport. I really love this kind of um, martial art. Is mm-hmm. considered yeah, a martial art, is. right? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. pushed through because usually, like, teens, they when you're in that phase, yeah. like, it's a phase. So your mom's probably like, it's a phase. Yeah, but probably. You never got out of it. Especially if it's, like, a sport where you get hurt, you know? Yeah. So exactly. When there's combat and everything. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people, like, in terms of sports, they say you're too late to start that age you know 19 people like prodigies they start like 12 that's true mm. and before yeah. but i'm like you know whatever yeah if i like it i like it. i'm not gonna stop doing it just because someone told me oh you're old right you know it must take a lot of 
self-discipline to do it though because like boxing is such a difficult sport because it's not just punching right it's not just throwing punches there's a lot of technical a lot not like just ways diet, to do it like yeah diet you, got, you actually have to wake up early in the morning like go for runs oh man work out twice a day but it's not just twice a day like boxing is a sport basically it's not like how you say collegiate sports you get paid mad money as mm-hmm. soon as you enter the league right right we're still in the process of finding sponsors and stuff like that because it's in the middle east it's growing so yes. we fund ourselves basically for now i can imagine yeah, yeah. so we had we still have full-time jobs yeah. at the same time we're fighting yeah you know okay 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 that, that's tough but that's when you see how disciplined you are and how how passionate you are yeah because of you still working and then still doing boxing mm-hmm. at the same time so like it's difficult but it's yeah. it's manageable if it's manageable then that's all that's all i'm happy for just to give it a shot yeah, yeah. but the training is insane for boxing like it doesn't I think most of the workouts don't even involve you wearing gloves. It's mostly like um, lots of cardio, cardio, lots of body weight. A lot of cardio and body weight. I mean, if you're working with a coach, yeah, you hit the bags with with the gloves. You work with the coach with the gloves. Shadow boxing, you don't need gloves. You just punch around, just work on your technique. Like some training sessions are going to be so boring hmm. because you're just looking at the mirror, throwing the same punch for an hour. It's boring, but it's to just, perfect yeah, your... to perfect everything, every single detail. Right. You know. And do you usually, well, right before a fight, you train every single day, right? Yeah, every single day except Fridays. Fridays, we're not talking about boxing. Yeah. So I just, I just, I'm sorry, but we're recording yeah. on a Friday, guys, and he's talking about boxing, so yeah. I hate being that person. That's <laughs> no, fine, it's fine. So, so just for everyone to know, he just had a fight last week, yep. and he won that fight, so congratulations. Thank you so like, much, appreciate it. And he was just telling us before the show that before the fight, he had to cut 7 kgs. 7 so. kilos? Not easy. Yeah, gosh. I can gain 7 kilos easy. <laughs> cutting? That's a different story, guys. But what, do you do you want to share, like, what's your win ratio or something like that? Or So I had six fights, five nice. wins, one loss. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. still an amazing track record. Yeah. So we're just continuing now. I'm going to have, I think, my last four-round fight coming soon, and then we're just going to go up from there. And... These are all fights in in the UAE for now, right? Yeah, for okay. Now. Are you looking at hopefully going somewhere, flying somewhere for the these fights in the I future? I really do wish one day like the UK cuz I'm I miss the UK. It's just lovely weather over there, you know, after a fight you just want to chill. Yeah. So it'd be nice to chill in England. Yeah. Move around, have some scones, fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> you can chill here, but so like in a mall. The lads. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the pub. Re- yeah, true. You can't really chill outside. But um, how's how's like the boxing scene here in here in Dubai? It's really growing a lot because mm-hmm. like I remember 2017, you can only have like one or two shows, but now I think we've had like four or five shows, and it's only the third quarter of the year. Right. So we're just going at it because like I might have two more fights before the year ends, you know? Oh wow. Yeah. So I'm just happy like it's growing. Yeah, we're almost at the end of the year, and there's two more other fights. But where are these fights? Where, where do the where do you fight? Are there like venues and stuff like built for this or? Yeah, so some we we're supposed to fight in Coca Cola Arena in April, Ooh. but because of the whole COVID rules and stuff like that, no get uh, no spectators allowed. So we just put it in a small place called where where was it? In Blue Waters. Okay. It's like a little dome called Rotunda. Okay. okay. Yeah. So no spectators came to, but the fighters and the staff only came. And then sometimes we'll fight in hotels and stuff. My last fight was in a hotel mm-hmm. where people actually came to watch. And it was like, it was packed, but I was shocked. Wow. Yeah. It's but, it, during the pandemic. This is last week's fight. Yeah, this was last week's fight. Wow. It was packed, but there's still like COVID, like 
restrictions, so, restrictions like you have okay. to social distance and all that but, yeah. but do you feel a different change environment when there are spectators there and when there are not like do you feel like more energetic when there's like people cheering you on and everything? yeah i do i do but it's just like before the fight i do because i can hear the crowd you know the walk-in music is outside you you can just hear the people screaming and stuff as soon as like i enter that ring and the bell rings it's just like all only person i hear is my coach Oh wow! Yeah, it's like I have to like blur out everyone else and just focus on right. the guy in front of me and hear my coach in the corner. So you still hear him while you're in the ring yeah. and him giving you instructions as to what to do. Yeah, how cool! Because I was listening to this podcast, um, Brendan Schaub's, and he talks about the the energy that a crowd can really no, it has bring to the yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's like, when he's like, when he was there, when he was watching a few MMA fights and there was no crowds, you can literally hear everything that is going on. Like even like the guy talking to himself mm. and, or the guy, like his coach, like talking to him and telling, giving him some t- advice and yeah. everything. So it's really difficult. Yeah. And you need that support system behind yeah, you, like what yeah. you mentioned a while ago. So it's, it's, I can imagine uh, fighting uh, in, in an empty arena. Yeah. I was watching this, uh, MMA fight recently by, by one FC, one of my friends fight for one FC and mm there were no spectators like just you know the team of these mma fighters and you can hear the opponent's coach you know telling him what to do and i feel as a fighter where you're in the octagon or the ring and you can hear your opponent's coach overpowering your voices uh your coach's voice i don't know if i'll be rattled like i don't know i don't know if he's you know trying to put you down in that way but i get in your head or something yeah Yeah. no like you can but then Sometimes some fighters hear the other coaches because then they're just like, oh, okay, he's going to do this. All right, so what am I going to do right. to avoid that? Yeah. But I don't know. Without a crowd, it just feels like practice. Because mm. you know when your practice is, there's yeah, no yeah. one there. It just feels like practice if there's no people. That's right. True. So it's just right. weird. Like, you don't feel the same energy. Do you weigh in, of course, like your, your opponents before the match? Do you study their moves? Like, what are their strengths, weaknesses? Yeah, we do. But because we're in the developing stage like not a lot of fighters have a lot of footage because like mm. say right. if you have a big fighters like ryan garcia yeah of course we're, we're gonna yeah. like study hundreds of films but because the developing stage not a lot of fighters have video we just guess from the first bell right so as soon as we're there it's just like studying as you're fighting nice basically you're just yeah like, okay what's he gonna do all right he likes to put his hands here he likes to do this and that okay i'll capitalize on that movement that's, that's so cool yeah, yeah. Like doing it professionally for me is just like that's discipline, courage. Like, imagine getting in the ring and having your face potentially, you know, punched a million times. Have you ever gotten out of a fight with like uh, an injury on your face? No, thank God. Wow. Not yet, not yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All the wood. (laughs) That's good. That means he's able to like move my head. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't know how my mom takes it honestly, because like she watches front row seat, like the oh. nosebleed seats, you know. She's like mommy Janisha. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like, Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao's I, mom. Okay, yeah, okay. My, I don't Manny know. Pacquiao's mom. Yeah. So I saw footage, and she was just sitting like this. That's it. There's no uh, no uh, reaction. No, no reaction. She's like, "Come on, beat him." Oh. And that's it. Whoa. You know, she takes it really well for some like for someone's son to be able to like do boxing and. Do this professionally, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think she sees that you're really passionate with what you mm. do. So she's there to support you. Yeah, she's a big supporter. Like she helps me out. So. And how about your dad? Is he also there in the shows? Uh, my dad, he came to my first ever professional debut. You know? Nice. So he came, watched, and then we hugged it out. He's like, what is this? Why'd you beat him up so bad? Oh, I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like Taking out my frustrations on you. 
<laughs> you shouldn't have done that, son. <laughs> so uh, we're very curious to know, like, how did your mom and dad meet, actually? So basically, I think it was back in, they told me back in 94. Um, wow. Where my mom was working as a, at a waitress in Golden Fork. Ah, you know Golden Fork? Yes. You did? No. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that what is the soup? That's the OG yeah. seafood soup <laughs> here, man. My mom was working at a waitress, so... And then my dad comes in one day, orders food, blah, 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 this and that. And right as he was about to leave, she gives him the check and he gives her his pager number. Pager number, Ooh. you know? <laughs> yes, the 90s. The 90s. Like, <laughs> hey, tap me on the hip and then I'll call you. I was like, wow, unbelievable. <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. Not even phone pager. <laughs> but this is the thing. Three weeks later, they got married. Wow. What? Yeah, three weeks later, they just got married. So wait, so she he gave her a pager number. She she like maybe that same night she paged him. He calls her back. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like I was like mom, does dad have that much game for you to marry him three weeks after you met him? How cute. Yeah. That, that is such a cool story. Two years, um, I came out this little Nepalese looking boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still get it a lot? Yeah, sometimes yeah. every now and then. Yeah. But like I never really got people saying like, oh, you you look local. Like, is either Nepalese or Filipino? I would have never guessed you were local. Yeah, no one would have guessed. I think that I'd be a perfect CID at this I, point. Yeah, <laughs> undercover agent. Yeah. No, I see. I see Emirati features actually. When he showed me the pictures, I'm like, yeah, he is half Filipino, half Emirati. Oh, yeah. Uh, no one. I it. don't know. Maybe a- Arabs. I don't know. Maybe mm. because I have an Arab gene in me. Like maybe. I like when I see other Arabs. I'm no, like, no, okay. you only knew because I told you he was. If I just showed you a picture of him, you wouldn't have guessed. Did you? I don't know, but he looked really Emirati Filipino to me. Like. Mm. Like now, I see him. You have the chinky. At you least you look more Filipino than I yeah. do. Now I remember. I did have a friend. He's he is half Emirati, half Filipino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know him? I'll show I'll show you guys a picture. We're later. probably related at this probably. point. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he he looks like you, but a little bit taller. You 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 might look like cousins probably. Who, who is he? His name is Said. Of course, his name is. Said. Of course, his name is Said. <laughs> I wouldn't say his last name, but yeah, we'll talk about him later. I'll show you guys okay, a picture. Okay. And then you let me know if he looks like him or not. Yeah. But he is half Filipino, half Emirati. Like full, like yeah. his dad is like really local Emirati. Yeah. Hmm. If I tell you his surname, you'll be like, yes, it's an Emirati surname. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll say it later. Because <laughs> I don't want him, like, I don't know if he'll ever stumble. If he's okay this. with it. Yeah. But, but do, do, you, do you think you're more Filipino than uh, Emirati or Emirati and Filipino? Or you're like the exact I really balance? I really don't know. Like, I don't think there's a balance for being mixed race, you know? Because like you can fit into one thing and then not fit in and fit into the other side and not fit in at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I categorize myself as just like me, you know, like because yeah. I had this discussion with my girlfriend. She's also like mixed race. She's half Filipino, half German. She's like, there's some ways that she identifies as german and some ways she identifies as filipino right you know so i can't really say where i really identify myself as or like which side i'm more at yeah i think the same the same for us like mm, no i'm more filipino (laughs) yeah you say you're more filipino me maybe during my time when i was in the philippines because i studied in the philippines i would have identified more as a filipino at Mm -hmm. that time but now that i'm growing up and Mm -hmm. you know i started working here being around other lebanese people i feel like yeah i'm definitely half i'm definitely in the middle there are times when i do identify myself as a pinoy Mm -hmm. and then sometimes as well where i identify myself as as a lebanese and i think that's the beauty of it right 
like being in the middle and getting two different cultures and being able to say oh i know about that but in a much bigger scale yeah. i feel like it's a beauty and a curse as well because mm. like both of y'all ever get that you don't fit in yeah type thing yeah because yeah. like being raised here i was i was never really fit in with the locals mm. because i'm not like a pure pure local right yeah at the same time i never really fit in with the filipinos because i couldn't speak the language properly mm-hmm. yeah you know so it's just difficult to find that y- balance of yeah where to fit in, you know you're always the odd one out yeah yeah that's true when 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 i go to lebanon i feel like people ask me where are you from and if i go to the philippines people still ask me where are you from I'm yeah like, so you're just like where do i belong <laughs> at this point you exactly know? exactly that's that's it's so it's called a third culture kid so like mm-hmm. you really don't know your footing in this world like mm-hmm. your parents are from two different places you're born in a different country but since you're born here yeah but then you know like like for me even if i even if i think i am more filipino than i am when I try to mingle with the Filipinos, I feel completely like I, I feel like they don't want me there yeah. or I feel like I, I don't belong here. So it's really tough, you know, to find that balance because you, then you get like you you lose that whole identity. Like, who am yeah, I? Exactly. And then yeah. we're influenced a lot with like Western culture, like American culture mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like really like we're all, we're all, all over the place. place. Yeah. yeah, all over yeah. the place. We have been influenced by, like a lot of Western cultures. It's crazy. That's true. Especially for you because you, you've studied in, in uh, the UK. Yeah. So yeah. I studied in England. Yeah. It's just an eye opener, you know, like coming from here, going to the UK. I'm like, wow, everything's so different. Yeah. Not, not just like the weather, obviously. Yeah. It's <laughs> how people are. They're just so different. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like being a Dubai kid for so long we start living in the Dubai bubble that mm. when you go somewhere else you're like whoa culture this shock is, yeah a little culture is... shock I had a culture shock as well I was like wow yeah it's entirely different but then it's good because you learn from yeah exactly you know. so I learned a lot while I was there for my three years like I know I understand I, was, I lived with my mom I mean I still do yeah. she'd cook for me clean and then over there I was like okay now I need to do, <laughs> there's no maid yes I gotta do it myself and stuff like that it's even the little things you know and stuff like that like just the basic that i needed to do yeah as gro- as i'm growing up cooking yeah. cleaning washing ha- your clothes ha- washing my clothes how to pay the bills <laughs> and stuff like that because like after dorms we moved me and a couple friends we moved out to our own spot right so i had to like ration everything out okay now i gotta pay for this bill yeah. this bill, that bill phone bill yes you know transportation Ooh. i'm like oh, wow yeah good. you started feeling like an adult yeah so then I, no one's there to help you out with, yeah. with anything. So I, I give props to the people that live there because they've been doing this since they were like way younger than yeah. I was. They did it like at 15, all these stuff, you know. That's true. While over here, we're just like fed with a silver spoon, I guess you yeah. can say. Yeah, you know? that is true. Before I, before I left my parents' house, uh, the same as you because I lived with my mom. You know how Filipino moms, they take care of us so much. Yes. From baby food. us till yeah. now I'm 30 and my mom still does the same thing. Everything. So when I left and I and I lived alone, I thought like when I, when I would come back home, I'd be like, oh, my house would be clean because you had that mentality. You yeah, would leave yeah. for work, you'd come back, everything's clean. Yeah. So I would come back home and I'd be like, there's no magic. Like I have to take care of myself, sweep the floor, wash the clothes, everything Don't lie, else. You, have a, you call her, she calls a maid. No. So okay. She has a cleaning lady who comes for like three hours once a week. Yeah, but that's once a week. Imagine all of the other days after How that. How dirty can you be? It's like, what's oh, a week? <laughs> He's also dirty. judging you. He's like, seriously? Just do it yourself. You know, have a little Friday cleaning, you know, chill, clean everything out. Exactly. Do your thing. But, but did you have the same problem when you like when you went to UK? Did you want to go to UK or did your did you your parents suggest that you would go study there? No, mom wanted me to study in Dubai, but then I was like, 
nah, I really want to explore the world, see how it, how it is out, how it really is outside. Hmm. So when I did, I was like, okay, I'm thankful I actually went through that because yeah. I think it just made me the person I am yes. right now. Because yeah. like, I remember me, my girlfriend and I would have this conversation, like, how do you think we would be if we never traveled abroad? Mm-hmm. You know, would we be the same person or would we be like, oh, the regular, I want to say, I want to categorize the bike kids like yeah. that. You know, it's just weird. No, but I, I think it's true. Like, for me, going to the Philippines for four years to mm-hmm. study, like, it, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have been, I guess, more independent, mm-hmm. um, more understanding of how other cultures are, and just opening your eyes to what other people are doing outside of our own Dubai bubble. Because mm-hmm. Dubai is very safe. Everything's here. You're well provided for. But then it's not the case everywhere else, right? Yeah. And you get to see that reality when you leave Dubai. Yeah, yeah, I guess everyone needs a little bit of eye-opener to see how things actually work. Just so you can actually like buckle up and get ready for whatever is coming. The real world and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so true because even when I started traveling, I realized, oh, there's so many things that... I took for granted over here, like leaving a laptop in in Starbucks exactly. and going to the washroom. You can't do that outside. No, in especially in the UK. In, in Philippines, you can't do that. No, you leave you your kid on the side. You look to your right. Your kid is gone. That's true. I guess I have to make another <laughs> one. <laughs> like he's gone. There's no even search. I can't search yeah. for him. That's gonna be. Yeah. I'll go in vain. So I'm yeah. like, might as well make a new one. That that is true. Like everywhere you go, like here in Dubai, I left my phone in a cinema mm-hmm. and my wallet. It came out of my bag i don't know i was trying to pull out something the next day i called them and they're like oh yeah it's in lost and found i'm like so oh great sweet. right it's so sweet like, you... that would never happen anywhere else yeah it wouldn't that just give up once you lose yeah. something just give up like yeah and imagine it's, it's losing a, a wallet with all of your cards in it so i was I like know, just cancel panicking everything. It yeah just cancel everything mm-hmm. but it was there so yeah dubai really like took care of us a lot mm. but sometimes we would have to get out of it just to like experience yeah everything else yeah yeah how, how was it like being half emirati because here again being mm. like spoiled and well taken care of emiratis are well taken care yeah. of like everywhere you'd see how the uae really puts them on you know a pedestal mm. like these are our people and they really take care of them like how was that for you i mean i, I never really experienced that honestly because mm. so Everything was supposed to be on my dad's side. Because my right. parents divorced, I lived with my mom. She took me to private school hmm. and stuff like that. So I never had free education. So I know what education actually was when she would pay for it, you know? Right. It's different. And, like, I never had the top-notch grades, so I couldn't get the scholarships and stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. we were taken care of still because we just moved into a new house. The government provided us wow. like, a place to live in. So I'm really thankful for that, you know? My mom always wanted a nice house to live in yeah. rather than renting an apartment. Yeah. So it's just nice, like, how the country actually takes care. And we're always, like, a priority, you know? Because, like, obviously, like... Yeah. You're the minority in this country. We're the minority, you know? Like, it's less. So I'm just happy that this country does provide for its people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm blessed. So your mom has the the Philippine passport then? No, no, she has the local passport. So, like, back then when they were handing it out, she would be like, well, what's the worst that can happen? You know, might as well just take it. She took the risk. Yeah. It was a good risk. Yeah, it was a good risk. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I think back then they were much more giving of the Emirati passport. Mm -hmm. Even if I remember there was a time where even if you weren't an Emirati, they would give it away. Yeah, they would give it away. Yeah. Yeah, But now not that easy anymore. Now it's not. I mean, you can still get it but under under conditions. They actually opened it up recently. What? A couple of months back? A year back? Mm -hmm. During pandemic when they Mm -hmm. said we're open to giving out Emirati passports. Mm -hmm. But there's a strict list of things that you have to like 
have or like that they require in order for you to get the Emirati passport. No, but at least UAE is opening up in that way. Like even with the golden visa. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think even athletes they're giving the yeah, passport to, right? And talents and stuff Artists, like that. Artists, yeah. 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 Artists. So it's, re- it's good. It's a great opportunity for like lo- local-based talents over here. Yeah. I find that's so amazing, you know? Yeah. This is like going a bit like, hey, you're actually doing a lot, for not just for yourself, but for us as well. Yeah. You know, so stay... Stay here for longer. Yeah, for longer. even for for scholars. So I remember like a couple of students who have A grades or like a really high, like top amount of yeah, grades. Yeah, yeah the class yeah. toppers there. They're yes. getting it for their families as well. Exactly. So like it's the kids and the yeah the parents. This is why we invited Fahad so that we can get like a closer chance to getting a, a golden visa. Yeah, I'll hook you up, <laughs> you up with that. <laughs> Wait, do you get to decide who gets? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> fooled me i don't like that (laughs) but how's your experiences when you go to the philippines though do you feel like you're at home there or is it like completely a different Mm. world or it is a different world like compared to here because it's just green like where where my mom's from is ilo ilo right it's just green everything we live in a province like it feels welcoming because it's family at the same time like the language barrier Hmm. my lola she doesn't speak english okay no. so we need a translator in between you know and stuff like that but i will pick up some words and say it to her like oh lola nama miss kita mahal kita and stuff mm. like that so just so she understands it yeah but other than that it just feels amazing yeah it's like wow like i love it here i mean i love it there yeah me and too. it's so it's so different yeah like like i'm sure like you can go around in like slippers and in chinelas yeah. and go on a bicycle uh, on a motorbike and just go around everywhere yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's completely chill, different yeah. as well yeah it's very laid back and yeah. i love it i love the beaches everything there it's so. simple in philippines yeah that's what i like about it it's simple very life. simple yeah, yeah. And also, I'm sure your family and everyone else, they're very welcoming. Like, they see someone, even if you're not a family member, even if you're not a close friend, they're like, come into our house, mm-hmm. we'll feed you. Even if they don't have a lot, they'll, they'll give whatever you. they have. It's just hospitable. Yeah. yeah. I love the Filipinos and our but, Filipino moms. But even even the Emiratis are very welcoming. Oh, like, yeah, they're very welcoming. Like, I don't... like. So I think you got like the best of both cultures, yeah, yeah. Of both per cultures. se. Yeah, and it's like, exactly. and they're, they're not so different. I don't see a lot of difference between the Indians and, sorry, not Indians, the Filipinos mm-hmm. and the Emiratis. Yeah. So I think you were raised in a very like welcoming, like yeah, you were very, very open welcoming. to people as well. It's like, I don't, I don't know how that whole stereotype of like Arabs are very like rude people, mm-hmm. you know? We're yeah. so welcoming and like in That's general, because like, like you just talk to them and be like, oh, have you become your coming, coming? You know, no, I'll pay the bill. Yeah. And then they start fighting for the bill and oh, stuff that's like so that. Oh, true. Such an like, Arab trade. Yeah, it's such yeah. an Arab trade. I'm like, wow. Maybe They're... one of the things that make Arab or maybe Asians fear the Arabs is their voice. You know how all oh, Arabs, yeah. when they talk, is like they're always shouting, but we're not shouting, or our dads are that's not our shouting. Voice. We're just, just excited. Yeah, we're, we're just, just excited. excited it's the normal tone of voice. So we're not mad. <laughs> we're just enthusiastic about yeah. everything else and it's like the whole idea of like like emiratis are just like angry people we're not mm. all you gotta do is just approach us yeah that's we're, true we're really like friendly people yeah and we're, we don't want to be in that's like I mean, not always being in that emirati circle mm. we love other nationalities just like as much as we love our people so mm-hmm. yeah we see everyone just the same that's true. They've I, I think the only threat is like something what I mentioned before. Like they're becoming smaller and smaller as a minor. Like they're becoming like really a minority in their own country because mm-hmm. a lot of expats are coming in. So mm-hmm. maybe they just have to put their guard up a little bit and try mm-hmm. to preserve their culture, make sure that their yeah. country is still doing okay, even in the hands of like a lot of different nationalities as well. Yeah, but look at how many other nationalities they've welcomed 
yeah. their country in a span of what less than 50 years it's That's not just welcoming crazy. it's as well like adapting to how they'd like it here as well right you know so yeah. we're, exactly we're really trying to put the best of both worlds in this country exactly yeah yeah we've all seen how you know dubai the the whole uae evolved from 20 plus years back oh my God. to now quick, you know <laughs> like the overnight literally yeah. overnight whenever i drive on the road i'm like okay this is a new road i've ever, yeah, ever yeah, been exactly. on exactly yeah like do, do you remember the little things such as like that little clown in lamsi plaza, Lamsi plaza oh my goodness yes <laughs> Or like you driving down Shenzhen Road and there's nothing. There's only two lanes, right? Yeah, just two lanes. I don't remember that though. Remember Even that? if I was born and raised here, I don't remember Shenzhen Road as much oh. as I should have. Oh and God. it was just all sand. Yeah, all sand, and the canal wasn't even there back yes. then. It was just a straight road. Yes, and you would see like from your far right the beach, like you'd see the ocean, yeah. and then on your left you'll you'll probably see Trade Center, and once you pass that, that's nothing. it. Nothing. That's it's it. all sand yeah. until you reach Abu Dhabi. <laughs> 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 that's it. You'll see a couple of villas here and there sprinkled in Jumeirah, but mm. that's it. And it, it's crazy as how that evolved to the metropolis that Dubai is now. I'm sure yeah. you, you must be like very proud. Because oh, this no, is your I, country. It's yeah. a very, it's an ambition, ambition, ambitious country, which oh, I yeah. think a lot of people like would want to do as well. Because like, if you're ambitious, it just shows you that you're capable of doing a lot of things. You know. That's true. Less than fifty years. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're really embracing technology. Like even things like because the other day I was in a car accident and everything was just on an app. Yeah, yeah, it's quick. So it was like very everything is like so quick. If I want to go to the bank, I can on my way there. I just get a queue number, and by the time I get there, I'm already being served. So mm. I really like the fact that it's really taking technology into new levels. Yeah, I just love how it's the city of convenience. So whatever is convenient for you, it just takes you there. It makes it easier for you. That, that but again, when true. we travel to different countries, then we expect that same yeah, convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's we, when we, we're can, like, we can't expect that. <laughs> we're like, it's not the same. Like when you're traveling, you're just in your like apartment or hotel mm-hmm. and you're like, should I order something? And like, actually, I have to get out, yeah. get my food. Unless you're like in the US and have, don't they have like delivery or something else there? They got something called DoorDash. DoorDash. That it is. DoorDash. We're so influenced by the US. We know everything that's happening there. Even if I've never lived there i mean they do hype everything up, right you know? they, they, they know how to hype things up that's true yeah speaking of hype i have a question actually and yes. we're gonna get into like the boxing thing because i feel like boxing now is very hyped as a sport mm-hmm. but then it's also getting into a lot of influencers yeah, yeah, yeah. getting into the boxing scene like what what do you think about all of these youtubers like paul logan paul logan and jake yeah. paul I mean, I will respect some YouTubers. Jake Paul, I got to give it to him because he actually works for it and he's not fighting right. just to make money out of it. He yeah. actually loves the sport. He trains. Yeah. And there are some fighters. I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, because I don't know if it puts a bad name or a good name to boxing hmm. because at the end of the day, they're doing boxing. It brings up the boxing name, right? But it's not, I wouldn't say for the right reasons right? because you have fighters that have been boxing since they were little kids. Hmm. Yeah. And then... They're not making the same impact as these guys. Yeah. These like, YouTubers were making. I think it's because know? they were backed up by the fame. But yeah, exactly. You, but you really... Because I really hate um, Jake Paul and his trash talking and the <laughs> things he does. 
I don't know. It's just very cringy for me as yeah. well. But Jake Paul I don't is the younger brother, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, he's the trash talker. Yeah, 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 I, yeah I don't yeah. know if it, is that part of the sport or yeah, it's part of it. It's just to be like, um, oh my god, they're actually talking. I can't wait to see these guys knock each other's heads off. Okay, right. it's like that. It's just like uh, emotional attachment to it. Yeah. You know, so but sometimes it's not real, right? Sometimes I mean mm. I don't know. Because you see, after a fight, they hug each other. Yeah, true. You know? So maybe that's out of respect, or maybe it's just like mind games before a fight. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm actually getting in their you. head. Yeah, getting in their heads. Like, oh, I'm actually going to knock you out. Yeah. You no, know, so you better watch out. And they're just like, oh, my God. Mm. Do you do that as well or no? No, I've, I've never done it. But I have, like, been confident enough to say, yes, I'm going to win this fight. I yeah. Don't care, I don't care how it's going to happen. I'm winning this fight. Okay, and okay. This is the mindset, though. Yeah, but you never, mindset. like, went on Instagram and, like, yo, I slid into your girl's DMs today. Nah, and... No, never. <laughs> I feel like no. that's such a low blow thing to do, right? Like, yeah. why would you... I don't know. Maybe for the clout, maybe for the fame or whatever. Yeah. Because more people are gonna watch your game. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, but they made a lot of money, right? Yeah. During those fights. Yeah, of course they made a lot of money. Oh gosh. Who, who who fought Floyd Mayweather? Was it Logan. Drake or Logan? Yeah, okay. Logan. Okay. I think it started with Logan and that TSI. K- KSI. KSI. Yeah. Logan KSI. So yeah. they started the whole thing. I remember my friend told me he's like, "Yo, you watching Logan for his KSI?" I was like, "Who are these people?" Logan, what boxer's name is Logan? Yeah. And then I checked. I was like, Logan Paul. It started. Is boxing really? Yeah, yeah. Me like, too. When I saw that, I was like, This is odd. Like you've never really seen a YouTuber go into a sport yeah. that quickly. Because like, like you said, you've been training for so long, years and years and years, and it got you to where you're at now. Yeah. But then all of these other influencers like taking a shortcut. In yeah, a way. or maybe like. Instead of like really training as hard as like real athletes are, they train for like a couple of months and they're like, let's get in the ring right away. I mean, like, I wouldn't know if they're training for like a couple of months or not. Mm. But like, the only shortcut is through the fame because they had a big fan base before boxing. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the big sell. That's why everyone wants to watch. Yeah. Because and- if you have two famous people watching and you have a fan base on one end and fan base on the other, the fan base is even going to start talking trash, you know? That's like, true. Yeah, this guy is gonna beat this guy. Blah blah blah. And then it just grows and grows from there. Yeah. And these producers w- would love it. Yeah, right? like They're... oh, if it sells, it sells. Money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a bit of cut of the check, you know. Yeah, that's true. But hopefully, like some of these people are not just in it for for the wrong reasons. Because mm-hmm. also, it's opening up doors for other you know young people who would really want to get into the sport yeah. and really would love to do boxing for that's, a, that's the thing so like my my thinking when i first saw that i'm like floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. when he was he's really like one of the most he's the number one boxer in the world right yeah, yeah one of the best boxers out there and people oh, like like i'm not like like maybe like like let's say you or people who've been doing boxing for like 20 years or something really want to make it up the leagues to fight him and then yeah. one guy out of nowhere logan paul comes in and he gets to fight him directly on a mm. on a like a global arena. So yeah. I can imagine what people must be thinking as well when yeah. it comes to things like that. I mean, that. Floyd is retired though, but like still, Floyd is gonna take the money because yeah. like he's retired. He's like, oh, if I see an easy opportunity to make money, why not? Yeah, and he's he he's that type of person, right? His Instagram is full of like, I make money. I'm like a billionaire. I spent cash on expensive things, mm. just like how conor mcgregor is like he's all about his money and his fame and all that they have this status in life already but yeah. mcgregor came into mma like that that's why i like it like he mm. was the cockiest guy i've ever seen yeah in my whole life. yeah 
And it worked for him. He had the charisma to be able to be cocky, you know? Yeah. And it worked well for him. Now look at him. He's one of the highest paid athletes out there. Exactly. He just needs to get the wins in. <laughs> he hasn't been winning <laughs> no, he anything. He, he, he will get back. He the last get. fight, though, I, I would say, like, I, I think it wasn't fair, like, mm. for him. The last fight. But then everything else before that, he didn't win, mm. for sure. Yeah. Sorry. That's no, okay. It's I'm, Poirier's I'm, win. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't I know watch any like of these. I like Conor McGregor. I like, his, I like yeah. his personality. I like how cocky he is. That, yeah. But I just. Uh, I yeah. like him from knowing from how he started because oh, yeah. he re- he started like really really down in the down, dumps and then down there. Bought himself up. Yeah, and his his wife or girlfriend back then was. Mm-hmm supporting him and paying for everything and then he got himself to the ranks of being the top mma ufc fighter out there so mm. he has my respect there but it's just now it's getting a little bit crazy <laughs> it is it is right I'm not gonna lie i think either. that's the name of the game now the louder you are the cockier you are you get and it's working people it's working. It's, it's worked for a lot of people yeah okay i have a, I have a question though. yeah go ahead <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering. But... I have a question. <laughs> no, do you think these games are rigged in, by any chance? Like the celebrity ones? Yeah. I, I really don't know. Because mm. like, I just yeah. tell, cause like when the way they're punching, I'm like, what's going on? So mm. like, I don't know if it's real or not. Right. Okay. Because there's Cause a lot there of was money a, There was it. a video I saw mm. where there was a punch of Mayweather to Logan. And, and then he was carrying him like so mm. he doesn't. Um, like fall and get knocked out or something. I don't know if I'm saying yeah. it correctly or what I'm. No, if I you know what, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where you punch him and just like kind of like held him up just so he, to keep exactly. the show going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, there was a part in their fight. As who well. punched who? Floyd punched. Floyd punched Logan. Yeah. Oh, and it was too hard that yeah. the other guy. I think almost like fell. yeah, um, Logan Paul was about to fall, but then he was holding him up just to keep the the thing oh, going on or something. Wow, because I'm sure a lot of people paid. The- a lot of a money dollar for that, to yeah. see that pay-per-view as well yeah, yeah well cheap. it's floyd mayweather right he knows he knows how to rake in the cash for yes. sure but wait, wait, since we're talking about america what do you think about the uae fighters like that bill hasa kid uh-huh. was it money kicks yeah money yeah, kicks, money kicks and yeah i don't know who he fought <laughs> uh, he fought a guy named anas he's, he's a social media influencer as well okay is he arab as well yeah the, okay he's arab so like i was at the event i watched the whole event nice the event was really cool i'm not gonna lie they had yeah. a boogie with a hoodie they had really awesome performers as well there's right. an indian performer as well i forgot his name and and I was, but i was bumping with it you know it was it, some good music like the fat fat joe am i no fat joe was meant to be there but he uh, oh he didn't, he didn't arrive perform. oh okay okay because i saw event, his name bro? so i don't know that fight was a bit off i don't know mm. like because they're both first-time fighters yeah, first-time yeah. Fighters. okay yeah, so i wouldn't see it like they said it, was, it felt like an exhibition fight Okay, mm. you know, Rashid was just moving around a lot. Right. My eyes, I saw Anas landing the cleaner shots, mm. you know, but they gave it to Rashid. Mm. Okay, and it was it wasn't a KO. It wasn't it a was, KO. Okay. Yeah. Do you okay. know him? No, well? I, don't, I don't really know him well. But mm. I've met his friend. Okay. Yeah, Mo Vlogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw yeah. Mo Vlogs once yeah. in uh, Ski Dubai. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. yeah he's a nice guy. Nice. He's one of the top vloggers. Yeah, if not the, the yeah, top. Yeah, one of the top vloggers. Yeah, yeah. He he. He is very rich too. Like he, he has all of these He's cars. He's also doing those card shows. giveaways, yeah, as well. He's doing card giveaways. Oh, really? Is he? Yeah. I saw it. Oh. I saw it on his so he, Instagram once. He's basically David Dobrik of yeah, but the like they ha- like how David Dobrik has Seat Geek. This guy has the um, sell any car, I think, oh, or one okay. of those car showroom kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But would you ever want to reach that level of fame, or are you okay with like? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't even want to be too like famous. I feel like this is a lot to deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing I like about here is when you're famous, not a lot of people really care. Hmm. As compared to like how they hype you up in America, like let's say you're in Hollywood, you have lunch, everyone's just taking pictures of you. Mm, yeah. If you're like a local celebrity here, you walk around and it's like you're normal, it's fine. Yeah. Like I'd much rather have that than be like a proper celebrity to be famous. I don't think I'd handle it too much. Really, I, from your charisma and everything, I think you'll be awesome at it. Like if people ask you on the street, mm. "Hey, can I have a picture?" You'll be cool with that. But no, I don't I'd be know. Cool with it, yeah, I'd be cool with it. But it's just like imagine everyone just on you. Yeah, you know, like you see that video of Justin Bieber where his fans are just waiting outside his house. Yeah, I can't do that. Like he that's handled just it well, though. Yeah, he handled it yeah. well. I'd be like, okay, guys, same thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> like you know, I'm at home. I'm just trying to chill out here. Yeah, you know? imagine random strangers just show up on your door and you're like really tired and you want just want to get home. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. it's mm. I think it's a difficult life, and maybe that's why a lot of these celebrities get it difficult and they fall into different sorts of like depression and stuff like that mm. because it's a lot to handle it's a, it's a lot it's just yeah it's your image at the end of the day you know you say one wrong thing oh, that's it your whole career is tarnished yeah cancel you know? culture you, yeah you're canceled done that's it <laughs> yeah that's so true and everyone has an opinion about everything now yeah, right everyone does it's so easy to just type away on social media and rather than how it was back then like you mm. have to voice out your opinion and you have your face attached or your your whole name attached to your opinion mm-hmm. but now you can hide behind the fake it's just twitter yeah on twitter like, yeah it's that's true that's say true. one one thing oh let's cancel this guy and if they don't like it as well they'll just follow with it you know yeah it's Scary. well but that's that's cool that you're okay with your pace right like mm-hmm. how you from where you started to where you are now is that what you envisioned when you started going into boxing as well like i'm okay i'm not gonna lie i wanted when i was younger i was like oh, i'd be nice to be famous but then as I'm going on with the journey. I'm like, I'll just take it how I take it. Yeah. I don't want to rush things and and be like at a point where I'm like, oh, I wish I took it slower. Mm. You know, it's just better to let it go organically. Because mm-hmm. you, you really enjoy what you're doing, yeah, right? Yeah, I enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. So I, even if like the people, like let's say when you started boxing and you saw someone else also start their boxing career and now he's doing fights in different countries, do you have that feeling like, oh, I should, I could have been in that guy's shoes or something like that? Or is it like, I'm okay with who I am and I'm, I like the pace that I'm growing in and because like for me as a comedian sorry if to bring it up and make yeah, it about me but no, then no it's like when I see comedians who I started with yeah. and now they're doing like bigger shows and everything mm-hmm. then for me my, my ego gets hurt a little bit Yeah. so I don't do you feel the same way like if you see uh, yeah I would feel the same way but then at the end of the day you just have to trust your own process mm-hmm. yeah. You, yeah. Know, you can't force things out that's so, true like, if you force things out it's not going to be the way that you want it I guess you know yeah so just let it flow naturally i think that's the whole thing just flowing yeah and just doing your own thing yeah it'll just come on its own you know as long as you really really love what you're doing i think you're you're gonna get to a point and of course you're gonna put in the hard work because we've seen how much hard work you've put into everything you'll eventually get there to where you've envisioned yourself Mm -hmm. What, what would you say to you know anyone who's listening who envision their their selves as well growing up and being an athlete and being a boxer like what what are the first or advice that you would you would give them is make sure you're actually into it first because if you're not then there's no point doing it because it's not just uh, athlete but like any profession there's going to require a lot of sacrifices so true you know like i had to miss out a lot of gatherings because i had to wake up in the morning to go work out and then i'm always tired on the weekends because of working out and stuff like that it's just a lot of sacrifice you have to make a lot of planning 
you know so i advise you to make sure that if you really love it you're gonna have to go through it the ups and downs mm. so just love it first if you don't you know just step aside right find something else that you think you'd be you know passionate about yeah that's the first thing because it won't be sustainable right if you yeah. don't if you don't like it you'll probably be able to last a couple of months and then you'll be like oh man this is hard work yeah because yeah. your mind is there but then somewhere else is your yeah, yeah, yeah so. it's like you know when you're in school and then you're in class you're just chilling and then you're just like oh, i don't want to do this <laughs> it's, it's the same thing you know, that's the same true feeling. that's true yeah, in school, yeah you have to do it I, okay i'm yeah. not saying you know, telling anyone to not miss out in school education is important you know your mom don't will be like out. yeah don't drop and out look, what did you say on the podcast <laughs> why did you tell people not to go to school do you speak to your mom in tagalog or english yeah, in, or taglish in, in english yeah. okay english. okay yeah. same because like when my parents were together it was just like an english household so All right. speak, you know, so you have different accents. My dad would speak in his uh, Arabic accent. My mom would speak in, his, in her Filipino accent. And I'm just like in between like <laughs> broken Arabic and then broken Tagalog. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. But you speak more Arabic now, right? Yeah, than... I've always spoken more Arabic than Tagalog because I went to public school for like eight years. Right. Okay. So it was just... I had, so a lot I of Emirati to, yeah. kids. Yeah, a lot of Emirati kids. Right. Yeah. I was like, whoa, everyone in Kanduras and stuff like that. And the thing is, the school was in Karama. Ooh. It, yeah, the school was in Karama. Nice. So and where, where did you guys live? Oh, back then we lived in Satwa. Okay, not too far. Yeah, so not yeah. too far. We just take the bus and I'm there. Nice. One of those Satwa villas or something? No, There's apartments. A... Oh, really? Oh. We used to live in an apartment. Yeah. Nice. That's like what? 20? No. 10, 15 years back. Yeah. Yeah. 15 years back. Satwa's the OG. I OG. I miss that place. Like oh, every time. Like, oh, I miss it. I miss it. Because everything's just open. You Any convenience. Like a like, supermarket. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, it's open. It's right there. If you need your aman chips, it's there. Yeah. If you need your choky choky chocolate, it's, it's there. there. Your poppy snacks. Poppy snacks. Oh jeez. <laughs> That's what I forgot. This is true. <laughs> he got him a couple of chips from like way back. But yeah, if you look at like Satwa Karama, that's Andera. Mm. Those. That's downtown Dubai back then, right? Oh, yeah. There's no business bay. There's no downtown Dubai now. That's where we're at. We're still far away. Don't worry. So twenty. 23 minutes okay okay because i can't see from here sorry <laughs> but that was the downtown dubai back then and now i feel like it's moving yeah all the way now they just call it old dubai yeah yeah dubai. that's okay, sad I was, though i lived in Dera my whole you life Dera? the whole my whole life mm-hmm. Me too. and you also Dera. yeah there yeah. as well there where murakabat police station is oh god over there that, yes oh wow <laughs> That's where people die. That's why they opened up no, a police station. I would, there. I would wake up every morning and my so my sister and I, uh, we own a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. I'm on the the top of the bunk bed, so I could always see what's happening in the compound of the police. So they would have early morning drills. They would all line up. There would be a sergeant shouting mm-hmm. at them, and I don't know what's happening in there, but I always, I always wake up to that, like their their early morning drills. Oh god. Yeah. Mm. So I miss I miss Morakabad. I miss the old Dubai. Now that people call it old Dubai. Man, that was the OG spot. It wasn't the old it Dubai. Was. Yeah, they were OG. That yeah. was definitely OG places. Even Golden when he said Golden Fork, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's such a Dubai story, yeah, by yeah, the way. Golden Fork. 
I could have never thought a, a better Dubai story of how people met <laughs> other than that. Golden Fork must have been a Dera branch or something, was it? No, it was a, it was a Sutwa branch. Of course oh it was. Goodness. Of course, <laughs> that's where everything so happened for us. <laughs> and that is so cool because like a Filipino and an Emirati meeting at a Golden Fork. Because still a lot of Emiratis go to Golden Fork actually until now. Yeah. Like, were they? like? No, apparently the story with Golden Fork is that it went bankrupt. Really? And the owner fled the UAE. Ooh. And uh, now I think it's just hanging by a thread the whole place mm. now because they've closed all the big branches like the Karama branch they've closed. I'm not sure yeah. about the Dera. I think the Dera is still there. I think Satwa is not there anymore. I think no, it's not there. Yeah, so it's like it's really went down. Man, Shit, that's sad. When we see like old things that we used to yeah. places that we used to enjoy and now it's not there anymore like Lamsey plaza burning down oh i remember that happened yeah oh my God. yeah the oh clown's God. no longer there <laughs> it was apparently some insurance fraud that's what everyone is saying really yeah, yeah. So like it was also like, getting sorry. bankrupt and they're like let's start a fire and get the money from the insurance don't quote me on it guys i don't, <laughs> don't want to get canceled wow be careful with quoting what Joshua says. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an Emirati friend check. here now. Yes. You can back me up. We need to get our golden visa, okay? <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't say anything bad. <laughs> Shall we go back to like the? Because you talked about your girlfriend being half and half. Yeah. How cool is that? That you know, eventually, if in the future you guys are together, you'll have a f- half Filipino kid. A quarter German, German and, and quarter a quarter Emirati. Emirati. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you briefly touched about it at the beginning when we started speaking. I yeah. wanted to bring that up again of how you guys met and what you had to do to <laughs> eventually win her heart. All right, so basically we've been... She's going to hate me for this. But, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we've met... We've known each other since we were 16. So nice. a long time. I met her through a friend back then. And then we started BBMing and started talking and stuff oh, like dude. that. BBM! Yeah, BBMing. back all yeah, this I'm bringing all these memories on. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking and stuff like that. She was really chill. Like, okay, I thought she was a very rich girl because a boy coming from Satwa, <laughs> she lived in Meadows. Oh, okay. Okay, so my point of view, I was like, oh, Meadows, villas, houses, everything's green. Community. You know? Yeah, community. I was like, wow, come, come <laughs> from someone who came from an apartment who played downstairs on the street, you know? Right. And I was like, wow. I was like, oh, you so we talked and I was like, yeah, she's really cool. She's like nice to talk to, like everything. So we hung out, hung around and stuff like that. Kept in touch even like after she went to uni. She went to uni in England as well, but she went to Kent. Mm. And a year later I went to London. Right. So we'd still meet meet up and chill and stuff like that. Nice. Right? And then I came back. She came back for a bit and she went to go to uni in America for her masters. And then I told her, I was like, yo, listen. Hey girl. Yeah, what's up, girl? Sup, girl? Let me just take one thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told her that I've been having uh, feelings for her for a while. Nice. And stuff like that, you know. And then she said, she's like, why didn't you tell me sooner? I was like, what do you mean, why didn't you tell me sooner? How was I supposed to? She's like, you know, I've liked you for a couple of years now. I was like, couple of years? Couple of years? Oh, I've wow. liked you for longer than that. And you didn't even show nothing. Yeah. So like. But it was just difficult because she was going to America, so we didn't know how it was going to happen. And the pandemic hit. I don't know mm-hmm. if she was going to come back, but she did. So when she came back, we started hanging out more. We talked about it. Then we actually started dating like from last year, you know. Next week's our one-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Happy anniversary. What's her name? Mary Claire. Mary Claire. Happy yeah. anniversary. <laughs> we can have her on the show next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was excited for him to bring his girlfriend. So maybe we could have set up because we have actually four mics. So uh-huh. maybe 
that sometime in the future we can all have you all, all you guys yeah, here yeah i'll, I'll let her know about that and see how she feels about it yeah, yeah. I, I hope she's not too mad that you spilled the tea on how you guys met nah, but if she's no she'll okay. have a different story though that's true we have your version we need to verify oh, what her version parties. is from both parties all right <laughs> wait so so before moving to the U.S., she before she moved to the U.S., that's when you confessed you liked her. Yeah. Then you just did a long distance there, or no, we didn't just... do. We just talked like not nothing. Okay. We didn't know okay. how things would plan out, you know. Yeah. So when she came back, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm, Let's I'm give it a try. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, long distance is gonna be very difficult, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you're starting out your relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good move that they started to wait for everything. Uh, I mean, we still went back. through long distance for like a couple months because she came. And then she went back for two months. And I went to America to visit her for a Aww. month. And then I came back two months again of long distance. And now she's back here. Okay. Nice. You know, so it's, it's rough because of time difference. It's 12 hours, you know. Oh, I oh can gosh. imagine. Which part of America? San Diego. Okay, California. Yeah, exactly 12 yeah. hours oh. time exactly difference. Exactly 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. So, like, we adjust our schedules to this and that, Zoom dates and stuff. And you waking up in the morning yeah, for your so training. Talk, and then at night, we talk again and stuff like that. And in between our days, we'd send each other, like, pictures videos and stuff like that hard days are, are going like so we, we managed to like keep it yeah like simple for us yeah mm-hmm. it's very nice it. so that's when you know that's real commitment because mm-hmm. even if you're like 12 hours apart like you would still message each other you yeah. would still keep in touch i think that's the the key to a long distance relationship this is communication because we even talked about a way before like yo if we want this to work we're gonna have to like try yeah you know so what she did she did the cutest thing actually she downloaded an app where it's just a a joint calendar app basically so we just whatever she typed in the calendar it goes into my calendar as well so we do this and that so i was like okay that did help a lot and like what we're gonna plan out for oh that's so cool yeah even if it was just two months right it makes a big difference yeah it makes a big difference yeah i think for me two months is still a long time right because i I can do two months without you you going away for because we only usually meet during the weekends because then we work during the week so when he's leaving and after we record i'm like it's gonna be another week till i see you again and he's like you're so clingy i'm like yeah i am clingy (laughs) (laughs) girls man thank you for letting me know that you can actually live two months without me let's maybe even three see about that (laughs) pushing the envelope Wait, so, so your girlfriend has a full-time job as well here or she's looking for yeah, she's, look, she's looking for a job right okay. now. Because she just okay. got back, yeah, right? Yeah, she just got back. So I told her to just chill for a bit. You know, you just graduated master's. You just, yeah. just take some time to chill and enjoy being unemployed for a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you're not going to have the same, what do you call it, free time that you have yes. as you're working. Cause like, yeah, when you start working, you'll never have downtime. Yeah, you're not going to have a lot of downtime. So I just told her to just relax for a bit. Yeah, that's you know, very even, good advice. Yeah. yeah. Even during the weekends, you still think about work. So... Enjoy it, Mary Claire. <laughs> Have the downtime as much as you can. <laughs> I, I think we can end with this. I'll ask you one last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two, actually. But do you ever see yourself having like a full-time, like a desk job or something like that? Or is that out of the book really, for you? I really don't know. Because like, I don't know how it is to be in, behind the desk, you know? Like I'm used to like labor work and stuff, like, like right. moving, moving around right. and doing stuff. Because like, I'm a coach as well. So I just like moving around, interacting with people and doing like holding the pads or like training people. So if you say like, if you make me do scaffolding, I'd be like, all right, bet, let's do scaffolding. It's okay. fun for me. Yeah. But, like, I don't know about a desk job because like, I don't know what I would do with sitting down for like a it's few boring. hours. It's boring. It's <laughs> boring. Wait, 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 what do you do? 
<laughs> I work for a, for a retail company. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's an office job. Okay. So I work from home as well. That's where it gets a little bit tricky because you can't separate There's no work-life work balance anymore. From oh, home okay. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I really love about like... like I wouldn't say abnormal jobs, but like not desk jobs. Like like yeah. yours, like once you get out of the gym or something, then your work there is done. Yeah. You don't get calls like from someone mm-hmm. or something. So it like ends there. The rest of the day is for yourself or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. But these desk jobs and like working in like very dynamic industries, yeah. you'll get calls on the weekends, calls at like 8 or 9 p.m., which I really, really hate. No one respects work-life balance in the UAE anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think everyone needs a little bit of downtime on the weekend because like everyone in the UAE works hard. Yeah. Oh, man. You know? So true. true. And that's a standard already, right? Everyone yeah. looks at people and they expect that level of commitment mm. from everyone, their employees, and they expect working over the time that you're allotted to. And because it's different, like, for example, America, they do have overtime fees because they know that they work from nine to five. Mm -hmm. And if they work after that, then you have to pay me. That's how the employees say you have to pay me more than what you pay. And it's a higher per hour rate. Yes. If your overtime fee is more. But here we're not paid by the time we're paid in a month. In a month. So it's, it's different because there's no line of am I going over the time? Am I actually respecting the time Mm -hmm. or not? Mm -hmm. So. I think it's just company culture. It depends on which company you you join. There are yeah. some companies mm-hmm. who don't allow or try not to give their employees a lot of overtime, but then other companies don't. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess it's just finding the right company for you. You know yeah. the work environment. Yeah. You know, if it's if it works well for both parties, like your employers, then that's how it should be. Yeah. Good relationship, good work, work yeah. life, that's work true. life balance. Exactly. Like when it. I told you at the beginning, when you asked me what I did, and I yeah. said I'm transitioning into a new job because i i really i've been in my last company for eight years and mm-hmm. he said no whatever makes you happy at the end of the day is really what should yeah. you take into consideration yeah, exactly because like you know you only have have one life you know so like what can you, you can't do much i mean you got to do as much as you can yeah. that makes you happy you yeah know? i agree that's why i like that you're able to mix your job with what you love doing because of course you have to train really hard for your upcoming fights but Mm. at the same time on your downtime you're able to coach other people and it's in the same gym physical environment that you're in with your passion and your your work as well Mm. which is really good should go to his gym one day and let's see if he can train us yeah y'all should come one day you know yes i would love to i would love to try boxing again because it's been so long since i last i once went for a boxing class i bought 10 class passes and i only mm. went once are you serious you know why because that instructor was so hard dude he was so hard on me like there, I'll, I'll just quickly ra- wrap it up with this story didn't ask you one final question but i went for this boxing class this is like maybe seven eight years ago okay and um first of all he makes us run around the ring like 20 times you have to that's um, to and by the time up. i'm like i need to puke <laughs> <laughs> this is my first day and then he's like pick up the gloves and then i'm like okay then he's like get a punching bag and we have to put our legs around it mm. and then like twist around and all these things i'm like what are you making me do it like i can't even do a somersault or something yeah. or like what's that like a normal roll i can't roll <laughs> and then he's like then he picks up then he's like he paired me up with this filipino boxer mm-hmm. then he's like punch this guy and then like i mean it's like just throw your left hand right hand and yeah. jab and all these things and then I and then I stopped then I stopped for a while and I just started talking to him like you're Filipino cool yeah he's like yeah he's like oh I'm half Filipino and I start talking and then he, this guy comes to me in my face the coach and he's like yeah. shut up your face <laughs> <laughs> and punch the guy I'm like 
I'm okay, never coming sir. back. <laughs> wow, that's just so rude. Wow. I don't know if it's dead. normal. I don't know if it's normal or but but of course I slacked for a second just to catch my breath and yeah. try to make small talk. But I think he saw it like this guy's a chatterbox. I think that guy's a little bit intense. Yeah, I've never experienced. Bit, that's a bit intense. Yeah, yeah I've but never coaches, experienced you should coaches really like that. Be like, no, you should be motivating, not yeah, motivating. rude. Like, okay. You should be motivating at the same time. We wouldn't want you to pass out. Yeah. You know so. As long as you're doing the exercise, that's fine. Yeah. Mm. You know, because you're pushing at your limit. You shouldn't be pushing further than that. Yeah. Agreed. You know? Or else you're going to pass out and Yeah, puke. you're going to pass out and we're going to be like, oh. <laughs> and that's on the coach. Yeah, that's on the coach, exactly. For allowing you to pass out. Because mm. you should, you should also see signs of you getting mm. exhausted. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Which gym do you train in? Around 10 boxing. Ah, the one in Alcuz, right? Yeah. So y'all should definitely come through one day. Yes, you should. You know what? Around... It's right next to where I do my cycling, spinning. It's uh, the opposite of Al Cercal yeah. Avenue. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you'll see it. It's a big logo, round 10 box. Yeah, we'll try to come by and let's yeah, see so if just we have what it takes. Yeah. Yes. It'll be fun anyway. Like, we're not going to like be like, oh, you got to do it right now. <laughs> Otherwise, that's it. You're done. Yeah. I would love to see you do that. To Josh, and just be like, <laughs> I will cry, bro. <laughs> you'll see a 30-year-old crying at your gym and you're like, you need to get the mop and wipe my tears. <laughs> Yeah, we should go. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Done. Both of us. Done. Boxing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... In the well, ring. Huh? In the, the ring. ring. Oof. You and me. I'll kill you. <laughs> okay. I've seen enough... Uh, I played Tekken for a while. Right. So okay. <laughs> on my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, well, I think we'll wrap it up at this. So, yeah. what is your... Mm-hmm. What do you see for yourself now? What is the next steps that you're going to take on? Just keep on doing what I do, you know? Like... As long as I can, I'll, I'll manage to do it. Because like if my body, the time my body can't do it, then I think it's time to call it. You know, so just enjoy what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Do with the process, of course, with my support crew as well, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, my mom, my dad. Yeah. So just doing, going through the motion, basically. Yeah. Right. You know, the next step is just keep on fighting as well. Let us know when your next fight is. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely be there. Can general public watch? Yeah, yeah general public can watch. Oh, dude, then we'll definitely go. Because his fight last week, there was gen- yeah, the was general, general public. Oh, I thought it was like yeah. invite only or no, something. No, it's not invite. So like, yeah. you just buy tickets and yeah. stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah, so I'll keep you up- updated on the next one. Yes, please. Cool. I've never been to, to a, a boxing fight, so I would love to see what goes on. Don't faint. Uh, but don't put me in the front. <laughs> I don't want all your blood and stuff. No, 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 no. You'll be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't think boxing is as intense in terms of blood that comes out as like MMA, MMA? fights. Oof. Yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's when you go into the cage and people like really punch each other out. Yeah. But boxing is more like technical. Yeah, and, very technical. Yeah. So I guess only when there's a lot of rounds involved and you get a gash or somewhere yeah, that's when the blood like yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. comes out but not as intense as like MMA so that's why like really kudos to to boxers because it's such a hard sport man such a hard sport yeah so, really very yeah. impressed by you like that's why when we when I was thinking of guests your name came up mm-hmm. yeah and I was like okay he's Filipino Emirati he's a professional boxer I went through your Instagram like yeah, I definitely need him on the podcast. So mm-hmm. thank you for being here as no, well. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And wh- what's your Instagram again? So we can ask our people to maybe follow you. Uh, and- Instagram is at Belushi. B-L-O-U-S-H-E-Y-Y-Y. Yes. What, so is that, what is that it. name though? It's a nickname? It's my last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. But because Belushi, like I spell it with a B-L-O-U-S-H-I. It's taken. Yes. So I had to like improv on the okay okay, okay. blue she yeah with the yyy that's cool we'll put it in our link in bio as well so that our followers can 
sorry, I'm not thinking about the description of the video, of the, the podcast, video, yes. and everything is. So that people can follow. Perfect. Our listeners can follow like him that. as well. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank we're you so we're much. we're really super we're super grateful that you took the time to meet us and we on can't your wait. day off only. Yeah, on your day off. <laughs> and he has a party to go to after this. So uh, congratulations on your win last week, and Thank we can't you. wait for your next fight. I'm sure you're gonna win that as well. We'll, we'll be there. We'll one hundred percent be. Appreciate it. Be there. <laughs> what? Red Bull is coming <laughs> up. We will visit your gym so that I can kick his butt. I need to see this now. <laughs> she does jujitsu and all, so I think she might have a chance. But I have strength. It's been a while, so I don't know how how I am in the the mm. ring anymore. So I want to fight you, though. I'll fight you. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Maybe in the comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening through to the podcast. We really enjoyed having Fahad over. If you want to learn more about him or just know more about him, you can follow him on Instagram at Blushy. That's B L O U S H E and Y Y Y. I'll put the handle over here so you guys can even have a look into it. And while you're at it, also please do follow Half a Nice Day podcast on Instagram. And we always love to hear from you guys. So you know the drill. You can always slide into our DMs or you can send us an email at half a nice day show at gmail.com. And, and if you want to go ahead and be anonymous or send us some questions, please do so with our handy advice section. You have the link within our link in bio on Instagram as well as the description of this YouTube video. And we would really appreciate it if you can go on to Apple Podcasts, if you have it, if you're an iOS device, rate and review our podcast. Or if you're on Spotify, follow us so that you get updated with any new episodes that we are rolling through because we have one every single week. Yeah, and you can listen to us on any podcast platform of your choice. And once again, guys, we really love all the support. We love all the guests that you're recommending to us, all the questions that you're sending in, all the love that you are showing. And I think, uh, yeah, just also please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that like button, and turn on the notifications so you get notified whenever we post a new video or episode. And I guess that's it. So on that note, have a nice day. We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye. Bye.